Happy Friday, everyone, and thanks for keeping it locked on Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, we're going to talk a lot of Arizona football here, some Arizona football recruiting, what it means, a big commit, a lot of stuff, get caught up on a lot of stuff, because obviously we've been talking a ton of Arizona, Pac-12, Big 12, so let's get started here on Locked on Wildcats. You are Locked on Wildcats. Your daily podcast on the Arizona Wildcats. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right. Like I said, we've been talking a lot about conference realignment, conference expansion, all of that fun stuff. And we all know that it is fun stuff. But also, it's time to talk a little bit about Arizona football recruiting. What's gone on? Get you all caught up with that. Now, first. Damon Williams, big-time quarterback prospect out of Phoenix, has committed to the University of Arizona. Um, What else to say about him? Again, four-star kid, best quarterback in the state. Uh, Yes, he's a little bit undersized, but you know, I mean, when you watch him, he can really make plays with his feet. He's got, he can make plays with his arm. The passing game is developing for sure, but talking with a couple people from South Point, who played him last year, they said that he was the best kid that they've gone against and the best kid they've seen in a long time. And so you got to certainly take that. You certainly got to take that. Um, Now, when it comes to uh, uh, what, what uh, he will see when he sees, when he hits the field, there's a couple different things. He's probably, by the way, I got to cut myself shaving. So I got a little bit of a, but um, there's a couple different things that I think you can expect to see from him uh, on the field right there. And the first thing is that um, when he enters his quarterback room, it's going to be him. It's going to be Noah Fafita. It's going to be Braden Dorman. It's going to be those dudes right there. Um, and, you know, that's a that's not a bad quarterback room at all. Again, I think JDL probably moves on at the end of the season. I can't say that for a fact, but it certainly wouldn't surprise me in the least if JDL does move on because, again, he's uh, – um, I don't know that he's an NFL player, but at the same time, I don't view him necessarily as a player who is uh, um, who's going to uh, benefit from another year. Again, he'll be a he'll have been a senior this past year. Maybe he comes back for a super senior year. I don't really see it, and I think the main reason I don't see it is that um, I think. I think JDL, and this is a not a bad thing at all, but I think he's also kind of the guy that has a little bit of a shelf limit. I mean, we've all known those people in life. You know, you both get a lot out of it uh, from each other, but at the same point, you also know that um, you also know that it's going to be a little bit of a, you know, there'll probably come a time when it's best for both sides to move on. And again, that's not really a bad thing. That's just kind of as we call it. The circle of life. But you look at that quarterback room then. You're going to have two short guys. You're going to have Noah Fafita at about 5'7", five, 5'8". Five, then you're going to have Demond Williams at 5'10". Then you're going to have uh, Braden Dorman at about 6'5". And that's going to be a very, very fun little quarterback room right there. Now, again, it's unproven for sure, but I think we can also sit here and state that there's a lot of talent there. And you would rather have a lot of talent um, – you wouldn't have a lot of you wouldn't have a lot of talent there in the past when there's been some uh, been some you know some teams that uh, you know let's be honest um, 
where you had some walk-on players. You had basically a scholarship player, and then you had Adam Austin, and that's no disrespect to Adam Austin. We very much like Adam Austin on this show, but all these guys are capable. I am guessing that it means that, or I'm guessing that Noah Fafita is going to get the first crack at it for a variety of reasons. First of all, he's turned out to be pretty good. Um, now, again, you certainly need to see that on on the field, but he's turned out he, he's turned out to be pretty good. He's looked pretty good during the, this process. Um, so I think he, I don't, I don't want to say he's earned it because he hasn't, but he's got a big arm. He can move around really well. He sees the field very well as well. So all of those things are kind of working in his benefit right there. So again, I think Noah Fafita is a, uh, I think Noah Fafita is a very, very good, uh, very good bet to, um, get that, uh, get that, at least that first crack right there. Plus you got to remember too, and I know this is not, you got to I apologize about that. I did not see that coming. Um, internet's been a little wacky. So, anyways, I'll um, I'll put the uh, I'll put the commercial break there. Um, but the uh, the thing that you got to remember though about uh, Demond Will or excuse me about uh, Noah Fafita though also is that from Servite uh, Cal from Servite California. You brought in Key and Burnett. You brought in T Mac. You brought in Jacob Manu. There's, you know, there's a little bit to, to be said about, you know, paying back a little bit of the loyalty. And I have no problem with that. That's society. That's life. I know a lot of people say, well, you know, it should be all an even playing field. Totally get it. But if all things are equal or being close to equal, you're going to go with the uh, you're going to go with the guy that maybe meant a little bit more at the beginning. Then let's talk about Braden Dorman. Braden Dorman at about six foot four, six foot five, um, big arm, traditional pocket passer, a dude who is just able to make a lot of different plays out there. Very impressed, very impressed by what he can do. And quite frankly, um, I think that uh, um, he could be the one with the biggest long-term upside out of all these players. But again, he got here early, which is obviously a good thing. But when you get here early, it's also um, you're also going to maybe look a little bit overwhelmed at first. But that's fine, because, again, the main thing is, is that you want to get in here and you want to get things going early. You want things to get going early because um, you're everybody's going to take some lumps. And you've seen that the guys who are able to get on campus and start playing um, at an early pace, they kind of have a leg up on the competition right there. I mean, I hate to just say it like that, but they kind of have a leg up right there. And that's not necessarily a bad thing or a good thing. It just is the way it is. Now, I think with uh, with Arizona right there, um, the one thing that you also have to look at is Demon Williams saying, where can I fit in into this quarterback room? And there's every opportunity again. I think Noah Fafita probably gets the first crack at it. I think Noah Fafita deserves to get the first crack at it. But Damon Williams is going to be right there. And Jed Fish has shown one thing. Jed Fish is going to play young players. He's not going to jump away from playing guys that he believes should be out there and should be able to play. Um, he's played a lot of young guys from uh, day one. You look at Big Jonah. You look at Wendell Moe. You look at T-Mac. You look at on the uh, defensive side of the ball, uh, Jacob Manu. 
You know, if you can play, Jed Fish going to put you out there on the field. And I think that's one thing that Jed Fish has shown. And I think that's very much to Jed Fish's uh, compliment as well, that he is uh, that he feels comfortable putting his best dues out there on the field. And again, tip of the cap, salute emoji to Jed Fish right there. Okay, now let's talk a little bit about um, – uh, how uh, what this means then from an in-state recruiting perspective, because it means a lot. But first, first, we need to talk about LinkedIn. All right, here's the deal with LinkedIn. LinkedIn.com backslash locked on college is where it's at for everything. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com backslash locked on college. Everybody has known somebody that has gotten a job through LinkedIn. I know somebody, you know somebody, you might, if you're cool, you might even know somebody that's hired, uh, you might even know somebody that's hired somebody through LinkedIn, and that's where, uh, that's where I think it's also very cool stuff. Now, a couple things that we also need to keep in mind, though, when it comes to LinkedIn and how cool all of this is, is that employers, this is the first place they go. So again, check it out, linkedin.com backslash locked on college, check it out. Okay, now. Um, let's now let's chat a little bit about, uh, what this means in state. Now, Jed Fish said that he was going to recruit in state and that he was going to recruit at a massive level. Um, and, uh, he is, he's so, so far he's shown that he's going to do that. You look at the players that he's gotten in state. Deuce Davis is going to be one of those defensive linemen that is, that is going to be a problem from day one. I mean, not from day one, but by the time he's a junior an upperclassman, um, He's your Arizona is going to be ready to rock and roll with him. And not only is Arizona going to be rock and roll with him, able to rock and roll with him. Um, he's also going to be flanked by some pretty good pass rushers as well. Um, he's also going to be uh, he's also going to be uh, flanked by some uh, good pass rushers as well. And I think that he's going to be a big time player. Um, now, the next thing is with uh uh, then another player, Genesis Smith. I expect Genesis Smith to play, and I expect Genesis Smith to play very early this year. So there's two in-state guys right there. Then, obviously, um, last year, or earlier this year, even though it's for 24-25, you bring in uh, – you bring in – excuse me um, – uh, excuse me, you bring in uh, uh, Elijah Rushing, you bring in Keona Wilhite, that helps as well. So Jed Fish has done a nice little job recruiting in, in state. Factor in Demond Williams is probably the best in-state quarterback with Dylan Rayola moving on. And all of a sudden, you know, it's uh, you got a pretty nice little, uh, you got a nice, pretty nice little angle avenue right there. So again, uh, this is big because again, Arizona is one of the most underrated states in the country when it comes to producing high school football players. And not only is it one of the most underrated in the country, um, you could probably you can make the case that it's probably a top 10. You got Texas, you got Florida, you got California, you got probably Louisiana, Alabama, Georgia. But after those schools, you start looking around and Arizona comes up pretty. And again, a lot of that talent is based out of Phoenix. And for the longest time, even when Dick Tomey was here, Arizona wasn't able to get kids out of Phoenix. They, um, uh, Excuse me, out of Chandler. You were able to get kids out of Phoenix, but you weren't able to get kids out of Chandler. And um, not only were you not able to get kids out of Chandler, they weren't even looking at you. Um, and I think that's kind of where we're at right now. One thing that we also need to talk about, though, is what the future is then, because kids like playing with uh, kids like playing with. Uh, 
kids like playing with other really good players. They like they like seeing the stars. They like seeing all of that. Everybody knows that. So when you like playing with the stars, you like playing it. It looks very very cool right there. If you have a group of players that are, I mean, you know, for lack of a better term, are five-star players because you like being around five-star players. Everybody remembers the cool kids in class and how people wanted to be like the cool kids. Well, the cool kids are five-star prospects right there. I mean, that's just kind of the way they are. And that's, I think, the way that it's uh, it's going to be right there. Now, a couple things that we also need to talk about is um, – where Arizona then falls in the pecking order of uh, in-state. Because right now, Kenny Dillingham, I like the hire of Dilly. I think the big thing, though, that you got to do at ASU is you've got to be, you got to want to be there. And if you don't want to be there, then I think that's going to show very, very quickly. Um, and, you know, it's a, it's a place without a ton of support. And um, not only does it not have a ton of support, um, it uh, – has a a group where um, it has a, a group of guys who uh, I think basically just tolerate sports. So Jed Fish is coaching for uh, um, Jed Fish is coaching uh, basically where we're at. Um, Jed Fish is kind of doing the uh, he's kind of doing the excuse me. Um basically get everybody get everybody in there and we'll see how everything works. One thing that I do think that Fish has done a very very good job of though is selling that message. You watch Kenny Dillingham and the one thing about Kenny Dillingham is, or uh, is that um, he's still trying to get his feet, but he definitely wants to be like Jed Fish. You can tell from the tweets, you can tell from how he follows things that he wants to be like Jed Fish, and that is a good thing because again, there weren't coaches at ASU that wanted to be like Kevin Sumlin. Or, you know, so again, that's a good thing, but it's good to be hip and getting four star kids means a lot to other four star four or five star kids because just like in high school, how the cool kids generally congregated together, the four and the five star kids like being around each other. And that's going to be a very cool. Um, uh, that's a very cool thing. And honestly, stars matter. Um, and not only do stars matter. It's a big, big deal to have players that want to be at the University of Arizona. It just is. Um, and that's kind of been the way that it is, uh, and that's going to continue to be the way it is for uh, pretty much the foreseeable future. Now, let's talk a little bit about Big 12 recruiting and how this. I don't believe that uh, being in the Big 12 is going to negatively impact Arizona at all. As a matter of fact, I think it's going to help. Here's why. Everybody keeps talking about losing that California base. I get all of that stuff. Totally understand. But still, um, UCLA and SC are gone. Uh, they're off to the Big Ten. They are gone. Um, they're not coming back. So that uh, playing in front of uh, friends and family in Southern California isn't really an option anymore. Then you also have uh, you also have um, up north – I don't even know the Cal is going to continue football and or continue athletics. I think that they would like to get rid of it, honestly. And with Stanford, I don't know how committed they are to sports. Keep in mind, Jared Haas is still there. And Jared Haas um, has been awful for eight years, and there's no appetite to get rid of him. So there's that in play as well. Um, but 
so you're not really the California aspect isn't what it is without the L.A. schools. What does this do with the Big 12? This opens up Texas, I think, in more of a big way for you, because, again, as you all know, Texas is loaded. The one thing about Texas that I always find fascinating is a three star in Texas a lot of times is a four a four star somewhere else. We'll talk about what that exactly is in a second on the other side, but keep it locked on Wildcats. Thanks for keeping it locked on, Wildcats. I'm your host, Mike Luke. All right, now let's talk a little bit about what it means, um, what Big 12 recruiting means for Arizona. And honestly, with the way the Jed Fish and this staff are ready, the way the Jed Fish and staff are um, locked in, they're going to be able to recruit anywhere. And it just goes to show you, too, the value of wanting it. Coaches that want to be there, coaches that uh, – kids kids can cut through the, the, the BS. Kids know what the deal is and, you know, who wants to be there, who doesn't. Fish has an entire staff of hip recruiters outside of Chuck Cecil, who, you know, Chuck Cecil's a legend. I get all that. But up and down the right, from Pow Pow to uh, – excuse me, to uh, uh, Dwayne Walker, to Kevin Cummings. This is a dynamic young staff here. And it's just, it's very uh, interesting because like Jed Fish said, if you're going to coach at the University of Arizona, you need to be able to, you're going to be able to recruit because it's not, it's, you don't have built-in advantages like some, uh, you don't have built-in advantages like some of the other schools where you have a natural huge uh, fan base to be able to choose from, um, and uh, so one thing about it is that uh, Arizona is um, Arizona's kind of in the uh, same spot where um, uh, Arizona is kind of in the same spot where um, you'll be able to recruit California, but you'll also be able to recruit Texas as well. And not only that, um, not only that, not only that, I think the one thing about uh, Texas and California is that if you're good, you're going to uh, you're going to be able to get good players. You got to win. Look at it this way: um, all coaches are generally able to recruit a little bit coming in because they sell the hype angle. When you sell the hype angle, it's uh, it makes things a lot easier for you. Um, and by selling the hype angle, I be, I mean that um, you know we got something new here, we got something new and fresh. But if you don't win games, that hype angle goes away because then it just starts looking like empty promises. What Jed Fish was able to do was win one game in year one. He won five games his previous year. And if you can get into that seven win, um, if you can get into that seven win uh, realm, then you're in a pretty good spot because you're able to sell. Not only is it fun here, but it's also a pretty cool spot to be able to it's also a pretty uh, able spot to get your own, uh, set your own legacy. Because, you know, keep in mind, Arizona football is proud. But at the same time, Arizona football doesn't have a legacy like the basketball program does. And not only does it not have a program uh, like the basketball program does, that's waiting to be that's waiting to be put. You've had really good players come through here. You've had some really good seasons, some top five, top ten seasons. But there hasn't been kind of that sustained long-term success. And I think with Jed Fish, that's what you're hoping he can do. And – um, it also just goes to show you too the power of want to, if you have a coach that wants to do all this and embraces it, there's a good chance they're going to be successful. And what I mean by that is it's very simple. Um, Kevin Sumlin didn't want to be here. 
and at a place where you don't want to be and you're just collecting a check in this environment, it's going to be difficult for you to be able to win games. Um, Jed Fish wants to be here. He's got a staff that wants to be here. And the administration has given everything that he's wanted to. He's talked about how the administration has been top notch about how um, not only has it been top notch, they've been able to give him everything he wants. All right. This coming week, we're going to have a lot more to talk about with Big 12, Pac-12 expansion, obviously. We've talked a ton about that throughout the week. The first thing that I wanted to do, or I was remiss, though, in talking about Damon Williams, because that's obviously a very impactful uh, commitment for the University of Arizona. And what it basically means on the field, it's a big uh, it's a big kudo on the field, off the field, you name it. Um, so that's kind of where we're at with that. But as always, you guys have a great rest of your week. Uh, weekend and we will talk with you on Monday. We'll talk with you on Monday. Keep in mind, Pac-12 football is here. Arizona football is here. Day in, day out, embrace the grind. That's why we're here. And as always, thanks for making Locked On Wildcats your first listen of the day. Have a great weekend and we will be back with you tomorrow or on Monday.